0: Narcissists groom their victims. You might not realize it. You might not see it. You might not understand it. But a narcissist oftentimes will look at another person and think, that's what I want. And think, that's what I'm going to get. And start to put a mark on you, start to put a, a venture, a conquest, a goal and they'll go after you. And oftentimes you get into a relationship with a narcissist, with a toxic person, and you think, this is the one. Like, it feels amazing. It seems like we're the best thing ever. And what you don't realize a lot of times is that's all done on purpose. It's all manipulated. It's all one step at a time that brings you closer to the thought and the addiction that this person is the sole person for you was reading the other day a book. It's the book of the month for the month of April. Um, Book of the month is Psychopath Free. And the tagline on it is Recovering from Emotionally Abusive Relationships with Narcissists, Sociopaths, and Other Toxic People. And it starts off and in the second chapter. It talks about the manufactured soulmate. And the chapter name is Personalized Grooming. And a lot of people don't realize that there is a big aspect that narcissists, psychopaths, toxic people will take the time to be able to groom their victims. Will take the time to be able to bring them along on a certain path to get to the place where they realize and they think that that toxic person is the only validation, is the only person, is their soulmate, is whatever, and that they have to be with that person. So let's talk about grooming narcissists, grooms, or victims. The book here has six different things that I want to talk to you about. Number one, we have so much in common. Is that something that popped up in your relationship? We have so much in common. Listen to this real quick. I'll quote. We see the world the same way. We have the same sense of humor. We're both so empathetic, constantly helping out friends and family members. We're perfect for each other. The psychopath repeatedly drills these points home, oftentimes even going too far to say we're practically the same person. During the grooming phase, psychopaths observe and mimic. They steal qualities from their victims and almost seem to become a better version of their target's personality, co-opting all of the cheerful positives without any of the burdensome emotions that come along with them. But this is all an act. Later on this section, it says, the psychopath will spend most of the idealization phase listening to you and excitingly responding that he or she feels the same way as you do. You'll eventually come to think that they're the only person you've ever met who's so similar to you. And you're right, because it's flat out impossible and creepy for two people to be identical in every single way. You see, normal people have differences. It's what makes life interesting. But psychopaths can skip this complication because they don't have an identity. They do not have a sense of self. They don't have life experiences that help shape their needs, insecurities, and fantasies. Instead, they steal yours. Like chameleons that will mimic every part of your personality to become your perfect match. Did you have that in your life? Did you have someone that's like, you know, we're perfect together. Like, we seem so similar. Like, you like the same things. You like the same bands, the music, the shows, like what you do, where you eat, all this type of stuff. A lot of times, this is brought up as a connection point. This is brought up as a way to groom another person. It's brought up to be able to bind another person together and then not even realize it. It's like getting into a narcissistic relationship at the very beginning. We're talking like the love bombing phase where they're starting to entrap you with how they're communicating, how they're acting. You'll start to see the narcissist that wants to know sometimes everything about you. They're curious, like, where did you go to school? Like, what did you do? What music do you like? What taste do you have? Like all these different types of things. And in in the moment, it seems really awesome. In the moment, it's like, wow, like they're just like this. But then what you start realizing is, as they continue to communicate and, and get involved in the relationship, there's less about what they say until you've already expressed your opinions, your thoughts. And then all of a sudden it seems like everything becomes kind of aligned. Like I've never met someone like this. I've never met a match this good. Like the book says, it's impossible because you don't find people that are matched up that exact. But a psychopath will mirror that, will come alongside and will mirror the same attributes. A lot of times people like the idea of seeing themselves reflected. So you have someone that comes up to you and is like, wow, like this is how I am too. You're like, oh my gosh, like that's amazing. Like one, it's cool because you found someone who has the same taste or same interest. But then two, it's also like a reflection of you and you're like, wow, like that's really cool. Like this person likes the same thing as I do. Like maybe I'm not as weird. Like maybe I'm kind of cool. Different aspects like that. But a psychopath, a narcissist, a toxic person will actually take the time to be able to groom you in the idea that you guys are very, very similar. Take music for an example. Narcissists would be very interested in maybe what you listen to. And as a result, they'll start listening to the same stuff. They might listen to stuff that that they've never listened to before, but they're going to start identifying and connecting with music that relates to you. Sometimes this happens through shared playlists. Sometimes this happens through different access or being on the same account with Spotify or Apple Music or whatever it might be. And they start seeing repetition and they start seeing patterns. They start hearing and grooming and getting all this information so they can use it to make this connection. Like you love that band? I love that band. Like I listen to them all the time. Have you listened to? And they'll start dropping things. They'll start naming things. There's never been a part of them. Sometimes you see it when they interact with friends, you might catch like tiny glimpses of like their friends being like, that's weird. Like, but as you continue that relationship, they give you the impression, they give you the idea that you guys are very similar, very much the same. Does that happen to you? If it has, like leave a comment below because I'm interested to know how many people that's happened because this happens a lot with people that have dealt with narcissists, psychopaths, toxic people is that idea of like mirroring in one sense of having so much in common. All right, the second thing in the book is we have the same hopes and dreams. I'm gonna quote here. The psychopath will consume your present life, but they will also take over your future. In order to raise the stakes in the relationship, they will make many long-term promises. This ensures that you're highly invested in the relationship. After all, who wants to stick around for a romance that has no future? The psychopath takes this a step further Quickly discussing major life events like marriage and moving in together. These are decisions that typically take years to arrive to in healthy relationships, but you don't need all that time. You already know you'll be spending the rest of your life with them. If you've always dreamed of a family and kids, they will fit that role perfectly. If you want to start a business, they'll be your right-hand man or woman. If you're in an unhappy marriage, they will have a plan ready to replace your spouse. What you might not notice until later is that these plans always seem to involve some sort of sacrifice on your end and never theirs now when you hear that there's a lot of things narcissistic in there along the lines of like future faking Of future faking and also just like filling those roles those thoughts those desires this is why when you're getting involved in a relationship it's not a good idea to lay everything out there it's not a good idea to say hey this is all of me Because if you're with someone who's toxic or if you're with someone who ends up being an abuser, they're going to take every single aspect and they're going to use it against you. Sometimes people will sit down and be like, tell me your ideal person. Like, what is your ideal man? What is your ideal woman? Like, what are you looking for in a guy? What are you looking for in a girl? Might be a red flag. Because as you tell, oh, this is what I envision. This is what I want. They're like, yeah, me too. That's awesome. That's, like, I've always wanted, you wanted four kids. Like I actually, I actually wanted four kids as well. Like that's perfect. Like I didn't realize like we were so similar. And like goes back to the first one. And then they start getting to the place of future faking and trying to tie people in into long-term things. And it's the idea of grooming that far aspect, the future faking. I want to have a family with you. I want to grow old with you. I want to have a house here. I want to go visit here. I want to go on this vacation with you. I want to go like all this different stuff that's like future down the road with no intention of getting to it. But the only intention of grooming this person, of thinking that you're the best match, that you're going to be the best partner, that it's going to work out and it's going to be the best thing ever. And a lot of times people ignore the red flags popping up of like, hey, we're talking about marriage in the first five dates. Like there hasn't been a chance to actually get to know a person because we have so much in common and all our hopes and dreams are the same. So like, why wouldn't we go for this? If you're running into those two things, you might need to take a pause back. You might need to take a moment and be like, wait a second. Like, is this actually real? Like what's actually going on here? Because a narcissist, a psychopath, a toxic person will take the time to learn about you. At the beginning of the relationship, they're going to be fantastic listeners because they're grooming and learning to control you. They're learning the different things that you want, that you desire, so they can fit that mold for a period of time to entrap you and to keep you as a long-term supply. If you're seeing different things like that, so the two things that we talked about, we have the same dreams and hopes and we have so much in common. Are those happening in your life? i to take a look, good look. I'm going to take an idea. If you're not sure if you're dealing with a narcissist or a toxic person, you want closure or you're in that abusive relationship and you want to talk about it, click on the link down below. We'd love to schedule time to be able to talk with you. If you don't already follow, subscribe on here. Follow on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Small nuggets of Truth getting dropped every single day. Check out the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Got a couple different things coming out there as well. Thanks so much. Have a great day.